Now we're live. Now we're recording. Now we're doing the things. And now we're going to start a podcast on the Franklin. Oh, Franklin just left in, in the anger and hatred. Should I play Twilight Zone hates windows until oh, he gets back? Oh, he's back. Okay, here we go. We're nice traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Bordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone review. Citizens, welcome to that. Let's go to episode 442, TZ59, 223, yards over the rim redux. I'm Phoenix West. Dick, dick. Frank's here too, but he's muted. Frank, di- Frank Links, hi. Hi, Frank. 100 yards over the rim. Oh, I have an intro. I should have played that instead, but I was Frank's, focused on that. Frank's in the house. Oh, Frank's in the house. What's going on? Do, 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 do. Where's our intro? 327 into the video. That's a long way to go. Yards over the... I went 100 yards over the river. The year is 1847. It places the territory of New Mexico. The people are a tiny handful of men and women with a dream. 11 months ago, they started out from Ohio and headed west. I want to show this whip pan because it is, it is great. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember that. Yep. Someone told them about a place called California. A lot of them you can see like crew members like like caught off guard, but this one no. (laughs) About a warm sun and a blue sky. About rich land and fresh air. And at this moment, almost a year later, they've seen nothing but cold, heat, exhaustion, hunger, and sickness. This man's name is Christian Horn. He has a dying eight-year-old son and a heartsick wife. And he's the only one remaining who has even a fragment of the dream left. Mr. Chris Horn, who's going over the top of a rim to look for water and sustenance. And in a moment, we'll move into the twilight zone. Oh my God, there's electrical lines. Anyway, um, yeah, this episode, I, I, when I was watching this again, I was like, I heard the, the year wrong. I thought it was 1897. And they talked about how Christian's son dies in 1914. I'm like, that fucking kid right, didn't yeah. live long. How did he do so much? <laughs> No, they just Rod just yeah, gave him an extra fifty yeah. years. Okay, I, I missed the year yeah, there. Yeah. That's good. So this episode is actually very, very, very kind of an important episode. It's integral to the whole your whole history of podcast. Just just because Frankenheimer's wife is in it. Yep, <laughs> Evan Evans Evans. Her yeah. name is Evan Evans. <laughs> what kind of name is Evans Evans? I noticed when I John Frankenheimer. Every time they show her, I'm like, "Oh, here comes Frankenheimer's wife." Eh. Yeah. Okay. Then I remember like Frankenheimer is not really that good at looking of a man, and I'm like, "Eh, good for him." No. No, I guess. Hot, your shit. Shut up. (laughs) I gotta deal with Marlon Brando. Frankenheimer. Oh, Oppenheimer's great. Yeah. Did you get on uh, Blu-ray wow. or did you just watch on uh, rental? Well, I, no, I streamed it through uh, Xfinity. I, I, I bought it on Xfinity. Oh, it was okay. great. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Frank, we yeah. saw that in the well, theater. I mean, well, I mean, 
I mean, I, well, what was cool about it is like I already knew the whole story. I mean, I, I, I know a lot more than what they showed. So I was more interested in what they were going to show that happened at Los Alamos and everything. And I, I, I think they took liberties with uh, trying to show Oppenheimer had something to do with um, black holes. I thought that was a bit of a big stretch. I think Nolan was just trying to, you know, tying it with Interstellar. Off with that, but yeah, exactly. Oppenheimer had nothing to do with black fucking holes. Well, it's it's, it's <laughs> Nolan's way of getting people to go rent and buy Interstellar. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god! Exactly. Exactly. Well, we all know Robert Oppenheimer lived his life backward and solved his wife's murder. Right. Go right. I had no idea Oppenheimer. I mean, what kind of a man had sex during his trial, huh? Yeah. I would have loved a sex with, scene, with, with, the same, the same tone, just with him and Robert Downey Jr., just in black and white. That's right. I forgot, I forgot, about, that. I forgot about that scene. Just already... Florence Pugh through the eyes of his wife. I, yeah. I forgot about that. Well, Jason is... With your big brown nips. I mean, we're Jack. Yep. Yep, it's Jack. We're Jack. Come on, Jack. What's going on here? He talks like Elvis. Jake, Jack. He wants to podcast with me. He's not, oh. he's not going to leave. He's got some oh, wild yeah. opinions on Oppenheimer. He, he knows all about it over the rim. I... I think Cliff Robertson's performance was so, was wonderfully done because of the fish out of water story. <laughs> what would you give over the rim, Jackson? You like this too. Rim, rim job. <laughs> rim shot. Rim shot. Oh, yeah. He, he gave it a he gave it a solid. The Jackson clap. He's not wrong. I gave her a cold shot. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, time to creep out a child. What are you doing? <laughs> ah! <laughs> He's smiling. He scares uh, me. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is your first time watching this, Dick? This episode? No, I've seen this one. Okay. Yeah, you watched season one already. Yeah, I've seen. Well, this is season two. Oh, so. season two. I mean. Yeah, but I've seen. Yeah, I've, I've seen, I think I've seen pretty much all of them except for maybe season four mm -hmm. is the one that I'm like I haven't watched at all. But I've seen pretty much all the other ones. I think it's But I do like Chris Robertson, the band from the Spider Man movies. Yeah. And he's dead in real life now. He took a while, but he's dead. Did you listen to his audio commentary? Out. It's so pointless. No, he had twice up commentary. Yeah, on the Blu-ray. Oh, no. It's like because they don't let the old guys from these shows watch the episode first, so that's half of their thing is. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was just watching this. I haven't seen this in 60 years. Like, make them watch it right, first yeah, and then yeah. do the commentary. Well, usually, I thought that's what they do. They'll watch it and then do the commentary yeah, yeah. after they watch well, it. They should, but they're just. I guess they don't have enough time. They don't have enough time to. Uh in their day to do a commentary track on a DVD. Yeah, Jackson's just having his own podcast over there. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. No, you're fine. It's just funny. No, he's he's trying to secondhand smoke. <laughs> Jack, Jackson's going to be a child of the 80s. Yeah. All that secondhand smoke. He's fine. Hey, look, I, 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 yeah. I made the 40. Everybody needs to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> 
I remember those days yeah. when I, my grandma was smoking the car with us and just oh, God. The rolled up because it's gold. Yeah, yeah. Grandma, yeah. Up remember, when, when, no. remember when you yeah, remember when you see your diner dinner with you know smoking, not smoking? Yeah, yeah there's uh, a barrier yeah. here. Yeah. Season not smoking. Okay. I remember. Oh God, this is a good. I like that when it was really in really small restaurants. So there's a smoking section as if it mattered at that point because it was yeah. just. They're trying to get rid of smoking in, in Vegas now. There was a yeah. push to get rid of smoking in the casinos, and they said no. But exactly. There was a push for it. It's a sad world. I want cigarette smokers to come back. I miss that. I miss those days. We went to the moon, goddammit! <laughs> we went to the moon! We went over that rim. I'd say about 100 yards worth. We invented a you know, Michael Collins was smoking in. Michael Collins was smoking in the command mod was as he orbited Buzz and, and Neil on, on on the surface of the moon. Because it took the edge off. They weren't taking fucking pills. They weren't taking pills, and that killed them. And oxy uh, oxycontin and this fentanyl shit. They were smoking cigarettes. Oh well. Hey, I mean, I. I mean, I got off the pills. What do you want? You know, I got off of the Xanax and the Oxy. <laughs> Good start. You, know? you gotta do one vice I mean, at a time. God damn it! I, no, I got off of Xanax and Oxy at the same time. You, you want to talk about the most wicked? You want to talk about the most wicked withdrawal of all time? God damn! <laughs> oh, I'm pumped. God, yeah. So I've been, I've been smoking cigars every day now. I mean, I'm well, smoking hey, like you, Frank. But hey, I did it. You know what I mean? I got a new job, and I, I just got promoted, and I guess, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. What about so him? You got, you got like a normal schedule now, huh? Does he have a job? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, before I was uh, I was doing nights, so I couldn't do this, but now I'm doing days, and then I just got promoted to service manager of the Northeast. Oh, that's so. good. He's just yeah. gonna be a bitch if you have to work in the winter when the, when the big storms come. Yeah, well, no, I, I send people to do them. I don't know. <laughs> Those nor'easters. You gotta go over the rim and go fix that pipeline, boy. What about you, sir? I'm gonna stay in the truck and smoke Yeah. How old is he now? He just turned three last week. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Remember when I was telling you guys he was born? Yeah. And I, and I was totally fucked up out of my mind. I was killed out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the, and then the night he was born, I cried, I towed my car and took the pole out and cut cut the power to my neighborhood for a day. Yeah, it was fun. Wow. It's a good time. <laughs> Thanks, Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Anna. Now you got another one coming. I shouldn't tell you our sponsor for tonight's episode, then. Xanax. Oh, shit. <laughs> Is it the boxing? Because I'm all for it. We're getting fired. <laughs> Thanks, the boxing. You helped me get off the pills. <laughs> no, our... Our... our, 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 our Number one, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. 
When you want your drugs over the counter, but uh, not fast enough. We'll give you right My they, they have overblown with not for nothing, but you can't touch fentanyl and just die from it. Yeah, I love that stuff. The, the scare tactics I, for I that. Like, it, it, it is not a thousand times more potent. It's not. It, it, it's about equivalent. <laughs> or, or my tolerance is just amazing. But I didn't like it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Look, he's got cookie monster. Look, he's got a cookie monster shirt. Yeah, that's a good one. Cookie, cookie, cookie. See it for cookie. That's good enough for me. C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. P is for perkies. <laughs> oh, cookie, 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 chocolate tea. C is for fun. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So, uh, 100 yards over the rim. Well, it's, it, this is actually uh, quite relatable to the episode because he goes over the rim for his kid that's dying. Oh, and all he needs okay. is, is penicillin. So he goes to get the pen. He goes to the, the rim, takes him 100 years in the future. He finds the medicine at the diner and then he immediately runs back. And of course, when you're good, the episode's nice because everybody treats him like he's a normal person. Like they don't try to like arrest him like they do that one episode with that woman. Remember that one where the, the woman is seeing herself and, and the man immediately calls the authorities to arrest her? To her away? Did your child just say cunt? I, so. <laughs> I swear I heard him drop a C-bomb. There's a there's a line here where the doctor says it really creeps me out. I'm gonna start describing oh, you guys. Of a man? Yeah, it's, it's coming <laughs> up here soonish. Malnutrition, that's his major problem. Although he's not a bad specimen of a man, I'll say that. That's right, goddamn it, his cock is huge. Hey, I can't believe my timing is that good. I didn't take a timestamp. <laughs> he's a great specimen of a man. I was like, ugh. That's just balls. They were it is, yeah, it's like, ugh. like, ah. Huh. I just want a deep throat that cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, was, His stomach was, was like pure alabaster. I put my tongue on it. Sweet, sweet, sweet man juice. He's a lovely, lovely man. His asshole was. Did you say he's staying around a couple days? Uh, Doc. I got that uh, spare room at home. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't think. Cry, but I didn't think you were a homosexual. Oh, no, I just. can't take my eyes off a specimen of a man. Doctor, I don't think we should let him stay with you tonight. I, I don't, I don't think he's safe. <laughs> like no, they start to be, they start to switch. He's gonna sit in my room with me in my bed so I can study him. Jackson, take it out there. In fact, I'm gonna grab his uh, his unit and measure how much. I'm muting you uh, to get him out. Semen comes out of it. Yeah. Oh man. I want to, I want to see the ejaculate from a man from a hundred years ago versus a man of a hundred years present. I would love for him to leave me a cup of a specimen you know, of some sort. Do you know that this is John Frankenheimer's wife? <laughs> He's not a very good specimen oh. of a woman. Coco Melon. Coco Melon. Oh, God. Now, my nephews are into uh, uh, Minecraft and monster trucks and tractors. And Lee loves tractors. He's, he's three. Or he's four now. I think he's turned four. It's in he his loved. blood, man. Even though he didn't wasn't raised out here. Oh, right he, there. no! Yeah, but he loves like trucks and he loves all 
You get so excited. Like, anything's tractor. No, but maybe one day. I don't know. If this place <laughs> doesn't go under. <laughs> you might as well, uh, well go work in the salt mines, kid. Oh, God. Don't talk about mines. I'm going to send you to the mines. God damn. Uh, but this episode... I, well, this is a classic TZ episode. It's is. like one of the top. Would you say this is top ten material? No, but I would say top it's twenty five. It's in the the best stretch. I'll unmute you here. It's in the best stretch of the show, though. The very end of season two is all the greatest episodes are right there. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. But I don't know about the next one. Oh, I disagree. It's not bad, but it's not. It's 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 okay. It what? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, well, he deserved that. Oh, he oh, I'm, deserved sorry. that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have the same episode. opinion on this show. Other episodes that were exactly like this, the same tone and the same moral. Now, this is. Episode I've ever made. This is when they went to the desert for the a desert month team. and they're like, let's yes, shoot a bunch shot, of episodes. They did. Uh, a robot. She's a robot. Yeah. That's episode 107, The Lonely. Yeah. Corey. Okay, oh, buddy. Jackson, enough with the Coco Mountain thing. Here, give me this. No, no. Yeah. Enough with the Coco Mountain. This is a, a uh, Buzz Kulik episode, who directed a bunch of these episodes. He did. He died of heart failure in 1999. Well, he had, well, he died in 1999? Yeah. That's a pretty but good stretch. He did nine episodes. Wow. Frank, I want to mute you for a sec. Uh, King Nine will not return. The trouble with Templeton, static, which sucks. But hundred yard over the rim, the mind in the matter, which is, sucks. One of the worst episodes. Um, Game of Pool, great one. Quality of Mercy, great one. Uh, Jess Bell, which Frank and I have different opinions on that. Mm. And then a great one on Thursday we leave for home. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, very good. Is there a mute huh. button on that fucking toy? Nope, not on that toy. It tastes tough. All right, buddy. Let, go play with that in the other room, okay? All right, thank you. Oh, he actually responded. You can hear him. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Sounds like a walking theme park. He was fine, but then he started bringing in the coconut melon noises, and that's what, yeah. Beep, blop, oh, sorry, yeah. Beep, bop, boop, bop, boop, boop. But no, it's fine. The, the more I turned it off, the more he's turning it on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, oh, fuck you, old man. So I told him to go play with it in the other room, and he did. So that, Are that's you trying to do something? So weird. Well, they can understand every word you say. Complex fucking sentences. They understand it 100%. They can't say any of it. But they understand everything. It's such a weird thing. It's like, it's like somebody who can understand Spanish, but can't like write it or speak it. You know what I mean? Like, some people can do that. Oh, I can understand some Spanish, but yeah, I can't. So I couldn't couldn't say it. I couldn't write it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, like I do understand like about three percent of Spanish, yeah. which is probably enough to buy a pack of cigarettes if I go there. But you know, uh, I can't speak a lick of it. Uh, I mean, I failed Spanish in school. Well, I found a wonderful uh, Mexican restaurant the other day. Perfect pork tacos. They're very well done. Oh man, pork tacos sound good. They're very uh, good. Shredded, oh, very good. Yeah, carnitas. Oh, they're pretty. Good. Very good. I 
have to go back. But he cut his burritos in half. It's one thing I don't like. Just give me a whole burrito. Don't cut in half. I don't like that shit. And you don't you didn't even ask. It's oh. dusty. That's rude. You cut a taco in half? That's bullshit. No, a burrito. I'm a burrito. Okay. Yeah, I don't like cut burrito. You eat it, the whole burrito. The point of eating a burrito is a burrito. Yeah, it's not a goddamn Subway sandwich. Why are you cutting it? Yeah. I think it's just really messy. Uh, yeah, like I, yeah, exactly. Like I, I would rather have a fajita, like a tray of shit, and give me the shelf myself. I'll make yeah. it myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because, because I, I don't like filling. Like, I don't like sandwiches with a lot of meat in it. I don't like filling. Like, I, I like small portions. I don't know. It's weird. Man. Like, because oh, cool. you get a burrito and they put so much shit in it and then wrap it in a, like one tortilla. It's like, oh, God. Well, you need to be simple Ugh. with a burrito. It has to be just basically rice, beans, meat, onion, cilantro. That's it. Those are the ingredients of a, of a normal burrito. In California, like that's simple. You don't need to put jalapenos, avocado, sour cream, cheese, that shit. You don't need it. You don't need it. Sour cream goes on the side. Well, well, here, here, that's what they do. Like, like they get the biggest tortilla they can find, and they just pile the shit into it and then wrap it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Chipotle. That's too much. Yeah, Chipotle. That's white people, Mexican people. They don't know what they're doing. That's, yeah, it'd be very, yeah, it's very exactly. simple. A burrito is a simple, simple thing. Chip- Chipotle it's, doesn't make a burrito; yeah. they make a football with meat in yeah. it. It's just exactly. fucking. It's not even good. You're it's like, not even tasty. you can't. You take one bite and it falls apart, and you're like, "All right, I'm spooning the bitch now," and that's all you can it's do. It's a burrito bowl, you exactly. faggot. <laughs> that's a burrito. You can buy the bowl. Burrito I ordered bowl. the burrito. Now I have to eat it I as a bowl. Because you guys decided to, to put a bowling ball worth of stuff inside of a tortilla and wonder why it broke open. Taco salad and a taco shell, those are good. Those are good, yeah. Taco shell bowl, oh, those are fun. That place, the, the Mexican place where we were at, I don't, we didn't get to go yeah. to that one when you were out here, Dick. Uh, but uh, that one, oh, my God, they make great great taco bowls. And then we moved yeah, away from it. I'm next time, next time. <sighs> maybe coming up. I don't know, what's, uh, maybe, in, maybe in February. Here's what I don't understand about over the rim, right? Yes, please. The gun at the end. There's no reason the gun at the end should have deteriorated. No, he, he didn't cross back over the rim. He no, dropped he it. dropped it before he went over the rim. It bothers me right, every time. It should have stayed. Yeah, it shouldn't have deteriorated 100 years all of a sudden. If they found it on... If he went over the rim and then dropped the gun, and then they just found the gun, then that would make sense. But the gun never time-traveled back. Yep. Here's the, uh, here's the rim right here. Very, very clear as day. And here's him running. And hey, at least he fell with the gun and didn't shoot himself that time. He's yeah, one for two now. This is true. But he's, of course, he's a pill junkie, so he grabs him and runs away <laughs> from the police. I need to get, I need to get a new hat. Maybe as soon as he crossed that threshold, everything that was with him. Maybe. Time. Yeah. I, I think that's what they're thinking, but I, I'm not going to disagree with you, Frank. It's, yeah, because I watch that every well, time. I'm like, uh, I mean, I'm not going to overthink it. Maybe in the original yeah, like, version, of the, maybe the original version of the script, it fell over the rim, but Cliff Robertson on the shooting dropped it before he got to the rim. This was supposed to happen before the rim. Buzz Kulik told him to drop it now. And then, yeah, he fucked it up. He fucked it up. 
I'm looking at Buzz Kulik's IMDb, and it looks like the best thing or the most known thing he did was that Brian song TV movie with uh, oh, James Caan, okay. Billy D. Yeah, Williams. That's a big one. He did a ton of TV movies and, and TV shows. He didn't do our... Uh, so Trek, many. The, the uh, Van Killer, or what was that one? No. Was? He didn't do that one, Frank Gorchin? Um, he did Portrait, A Man Whose Name Was John from 1973. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which has... Look at look at this. Oh, it's about the Pope. Okay. Look at oh, this. John, I get it. <laughs> look at this John IMDb Pulse. picture for this. I am John. This is a bust of the Pope. Oh my God! And a TV guide of the Pope. Looks like Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> and then Raymond Burr, who's not Orson Welles. I'm Portrait Man. <laughs> oh, Raymond Burr. He was a big queen. Oh man. He liked the dick. He liked sucking that dick. He would have loved that fine specimen from yeah. 100 years ago. <laughs> he would have loved. He's a I fine specimen it. of a man. He, dir- he directed Gunsmoke. Playhouse 90. Once you unzip my fly and you're going to swallow what I give you to swallow. You can tell he knew Rod because he directed an episode of Climax, um, an mm. episode of Playhouse 90, oh, five wow, episodes of that. Oh, 34 episodes of Climax. One wow. episode of Studio One, those three shows Rod worked with. Climax sounds like it should be a porno show. Or Nine something. episodes. He also did the TV movie The Yellow Canary. Oh, not a TV movie. That's just a movie that Rod wrote. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, he, was, he did. He was tight with Rod then. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. That's cool. That movie's got a 6.8. It is on our list. It starts Pat Boone. Oh, wow. Pat uh, Boone. Jack Klugman. Jack Klugman. Jesse White, who's also in He's Twilight Zone. Yeah. Well, Jack Klugman, he was in. Milton Seltzer, who's in uh, Twilight Zone. Man, there's a lot of Twilight Zone actors in this. Well, I hate, to, I hate to break to you. Any actor that was alive in the 50s was probably in Twilight Zone. That or porn. Any- Underground CD, CD porn. Oh, that awful, awful eight millimeter shit. With, yeah. With Joan Crawford and Marilyn Monroe doing each other. Yeah. Yeah. With, with uh, Sam Giancana and JFK. Damn right. And that's what got her killed. I give it an eight. <clears throat> I get an eight as well. I give this one an eight. Yeah. So you're asking if it's top ten, then you give it an eight. Yeah, Frank. Top top twenty five. There could be eights. Would you give this one out of ten? <laughs> he's going over the rim to find the answer. I can't tell if he's talking or not. <laughs> no. Nope. He's I talking, but stop. I don't hear anything. Oh, uh, there you go. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> I think they timed out because he didn't say anything. Well, we, that, I wonder if he was talking the whole time and we just didn't hear him. You can't hear me? I can now. It's going back and forth. Hello? What do you give it out of 10? Hurry. I hear everything but the... Hold up fingers. It's like it doesn't want to give your score. He's giving it an 8 as well. Okay. okay that, that makes sense. You know you have two hands, right? What is in your other hand that you can't do that? I, I give it a seven. That is not seven. I can't tell if he's serious or not. He held up eight fingers and saying he's giving it a seven. That's fine. It's fine. That's fine. I don't uh, think he was. I I thought he was joking, but no, I think he was serious. I don't know. <laughs> then he realized how dumb it was and started laughing at himself. <laughs> oh, Frank, I missed you. <laughs> You're just a big ball of confusion. 
Oh. Something wrong with her. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Uh, any chance I get to play that one? I almost thought this jukebox in the corner here was in Frank's house, but it's not since the screen from the show. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have a black and white jukebox. Do you have have a black and white jukebox in your room? In your office? Oh, well. I guess we got to the next one. Oh, real quick. I want to rate out of 10. Uh, Not the fine specimen of a man, but Frankenheimer's wife. Yes. What? Take a look at this, this piece of ass. Just, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Where is she? There she is. Uh, uh, not a good picture of her. Not, a not good him. still. It's all about him in the end. Let's fast forward a little bit. Let's get to him or her. There she is. Good enough. Um, six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. <clears throat> she looks like the wife from Fargo. I love her voice. She looks like the oh. wife of Fargo. Do you think she has that accent? She kind of has an accent. Uh, she's not that annoying, though. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, from Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Where are you from? Ohio. <laughs> like, what? All right. I don't think you're that far off, Dick, because look at Fargo wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, no. I do want to show, uh, this is what she was married to. I'm John Frankenheimer. Oh, is that her? You know. No, no, that was Dick was she saying she, she Dick was saying she looks like the woman from Fargo. I think she looks like the woman from Fargo. Uh, let's say 1961. I mean, I guess. This is Frank and I are like around that age. Like he wasn't. He's not a bad looking man. Yeah, yeah, I think he was back then. He looks like Michael. He looks like David Lynch. They can almost be related. He looks better older, honestly. Yeah, he's got that David Lynch look in his youth. There he looks like uh, uh, um, he looks like a, a mix of Jerry Lewis and and uh, Ron, uh, Mickey Rooney. I think he's got a Chris Nolan look here. A little bit, yeah. Got the slick back hair, wearing a suit while he's directing. <laughs> yeah, just, that's Christopher, Christopher Nolan is the yeah. only one now. I totally forgot about your Frank and Hunter obsession. It's so odd. Twelve <laughs> mm. it. Makes sense. So I, 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 I give shit. her a six. <laughs> you already gave it an eight. No, not her. I got the episode eight. I'm gonna six. give her like a two. Oh. Uh, oh no, I'm gonna wow. I give her a six point five. <laughs> hey, screw you, man. <laughs> screw you, man. <laughs> Sit on these. Yeah. <laughs> what was that from? All right. Sit on these. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Frankly. So long, citizens. We nailed it. Frank finally said his name. Yay. We finally got the timing down. <laughs>